If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yo, this is Taylor Bennett, and you are now listening to me on Revolt TV. The Progress Report. Well, welcome to the platform. This is another episode of Skipping Class presented by the Progress Support. I got Taylor Bennett in the building. Welcome. I am so excited for this because I love your energy and, oh, you know, you. I really enjoy doing my research on you and just learning more about you. So thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. So thank yeah. you guys for being here. Appreciate yeah, you and your so. team. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So um, I know you are from Chicago, yeah. but can you tell us what was it really like from your experience growing up in Chicago? Because I visited several times and of course we hear these different stories, but, you know, from your perspective, what was it like for you? Um, you know, yeah, I was, uh, I was just having this discussion, I think, uh, not too long ago. Anything, and I'm sure you know this, that you see like on news, it's kind of like propaganda because it's monetized. People make money off of it. So it's like clicks or it's headlines. Or, you know, that's how they sell papers and ads and stuff like that. Um, so one, I don't think it's as crazy as the news makes it seem. Uh, for me growing up in Chicago, it is an extremely segregated city. It's probably like one of the most segregated cities in America, definitely that I've ever been in in my life, where there's different communities in, you know, very, very separate areas and all the resources are also clearly like deciphered or siphoned, like based off that. So you'll have like the south side uh, that looks totally different from the west side, the west side that looks totally different from the north side. Uh, but one thing that that has done, although I don't think it's the, it's a great thing at all, is that it's kept the culture very crisp. So it's like in these different areas, culture, backgrounds, uh, Pilsen, Logan Square, Humble Park, you know, like they have some of the most authentic, um, you know, things that resonate with their heritage or their culture. And then, you know, it's the same thing on the south side and the west side with soul food. You know, there's restaurants downtown, but it's not like you could just go get as it is in a lot of other places. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we are moving towards that point. There are a lot of businesses that are expanding and growing and getting, you know, the much owed and due respect. So absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate that. Sure. Now, describe yourself as a kid. Um, energetic. Um, I was very like adventurous. I always wanted to learn stuff, go do stuff. I love outside. Uh, I still clearly because I said I do, mm-hmm. um, and I've always loved outside. I've always been like really active, you know, um, and not so much like in the most more recent years, like exercising, but like as a kid, like just, you know, like climbing trees, like uh, jumping rocks, like going to the beach, like riding bikes, like uh, almost like everything, you know, under the sun. Uh, When I was a kid, I really wanted to figure out um, just everything. I wanted to know how things worked. I wanted to know as much as I I could. Um, So I was always getting into something, you know. Respect. 
Um, so at what point did you decide to become an artist? Um, I think, I want to say I was like, when I was 12, I, I knew I wanted to be an artist. I knew I was writing raps. But I think I officially decided I wanted to be an artist when I was 14. Um, or not even 14, I want to say it was a little bit later in terms of like pursuing it as an actual career, like I'm not going to go to college. It's like a junior in high school and I had uh, put on like this self-promoted show in like a 250 capacity venue and it like sold out um, and it was, the venue was up the street from my school and it was on a Friday. So like uh, all my teachers were getting out of school and they were driving past this venue and it had my name on it and there was this long line around it. And uh, all the kids, you know, at school saw, of course. So, like, it was just a thing that after that, I was like, I could do this. Uh, so, yeah. We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class. Look, we want to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream. Or if you're an entrepreneur, come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world. You'll also get the show in our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmediagroup.com. Get locked in with us. Okay. Um, and who would you say were some musical influences for you and just some people that you came up listening to? Um, I came up listening to so many different people. I, I love Queen, I love The Smiths, Sam Cooke, uh, Cruising by Smokey Robinson is one Press. of my favorite songs, uh, Diana Ross. Um, and just, uh, I mean, wow, don't, don't even get me started. Um, I love John Mayer, um, John Legend, uh, of course, like hip hop, like uh, Souls of Mischief, um, of course, like Kanye, Jay-Z, Common. Press. Um, Twister was the artist that made me want to rap. Mm. Um, he had this song called, I think it's called uh, Hopeful, or Hope, featuring Faith Evans that he did, and I loved it, because he's from the west side of Chicago, super inspirational. Um, but yeah, just a lot of, right now I'm listening to like Tizo Touchdown, that's like one of my favorite artists. Um, he's super dope. I love, uh, and have been listening to them for a while, Lil Got It, um, super fire, Atlanta artist, Lil Yachty. Um, he's done some records, he's a super dope artist. Um, I've been listening to Dominic Fike a lot lately as well. Um, Baby Keem a lot. Mm -hmm. um, Kenny Mason, he's this amazing artist. He's really, really good. Um, Toby Lou, there's this artist named Toby Lou. He's super talented, he's really, really good too. Um, it's like a lot of different people I've been listening to lately. Um, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now going back to your music though, how would you say that your lyrical and vocal, you know, patability has like changed since your first project and first mixtape was that yeah. 2013? Yeah. To like now. Um, I think it's changed like a lot, you know. I think one thing that I really pride myself on, you know, is being an independent artist, but it's also the creative control of it. Absolutely. Where, you know, I spend, um, in a lot of ways, I see it as maybe like even like a hiatus from making music. Um, and I'll spend like <coughs> two to three years instead of actually recording and going to the studio every day and trying to make a hit single, um, you know, going through life and like experiencing it. and. Um, you know, taking time to grow as an artist, writing songs and tracks that don't come out. Um, and I think that, you know, Michael Jackson, 
is an artist that, you know, he'd put out a project and five years later he'd drop a music video for a single to a project. It's crazy. Because um, he, one, had the creative control, but it's also about the vision. Um, you know, a lot of times in today's age, there's so much like media and technology that it's hard to digest like full projects and things like that. But it also does kind of open the door for you to just more of expand or expand yourself as a brand. Where it's like Taylor Bennett's song, Taylor Bennett's song, and it's like, I might not know what album this is from, but I like this song. And that's kind of the game it is anyway nowadays. People, you know, they have singles to boost the projects. And it's like, you know, it's, it's interesting, but changed a lot for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, do you still listen to some of your old music? Of course. I always listen. I, li um, I listen to my old music that I've released, and I listen to a lot of my old music that I didn't release. Of course. Um, and you know, it's like a thing where a lot of the songs that I did release when I was younger, I go back to them and I listen to them and it's almost like a thing where I can see, because you always make a decision with projects, right? And I think the interesting thing about being an artist is that you create a timeline that mm -hmm. other people have access to, to view and say, oh, this is the growth from here to here to here. But there's always, you know, the ability for you to say, I'm gonna go in this direction. And I've had so many times in my career um, thank God that I've just been like, you know what, this is how I feel, I'm gonna do this. And it's very interesting to go back and listen to old records and think, wow, now what if I hadn't gone this direction? Or what if I had stayed straight, you know, more hip hop? Or what I went more of a, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I love listening to my own music. For sure, and, and I definitely noticed that with your music, it's, it's definitely a genreless type, you know, vibe. Thank you. you know, it's, it's definitely yeah. different vibes for whatever you're in the mood for. Yeah. Um, so Thank speak you. about this new song, The Fall Short Record. So uh, Fall Short, it's a super dope record. It's, um, it's really an expressive record. Like, it's really pumped up, you know what I'm saying? And it's like something that makes you feel energized and gets you going. I feel like there's so much music, um, and I'm not just saying this for hip hop, just in all genres right now, they sound very much alike. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Like, like you change the station, and it's like sometimes the art of making music can just be the disruption in itself. Um, and that's how I feel like this song is. It's like a beautiful piece of art, but it's also something that stands out so much more so um, than I think a lot of what is hip right now. But it's also just good music, which, you know, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you know, for the fans out there, I'm sure everybody know that Chance the Rapper, of yeah. course, is your brother. Of course. Now, talk about how important is it for you to make your own lane, though? Because yeah, I know, you know, sure. you speak about that a lot, but I want to hear from you on our platform. How Definitely. important that, is that to you? Um, it's super important. You know, I think the most important thing, because I have two sons now, um, and I think the most important thing when you are a child or when you are raising your children or just growing up, period, is learning who you are. And that never stops. Like, that's, you could be 50, I mean, this is my perspective, but I could be 60 years old and learning something new about myself. I want to be in that space. 
And I think a lot of times where the sibling thing comes into is when people have opinions based off of other things they've seen because it's a familiar face doing something. But I think the beauty of that is creating or understanding and not, for me, I think especially it's creating, finding that narrative, but in front of a lot of other people. So it's almost like a thing where a lot of times people hear my music or see me and they're like, and then they're like, oh, wow, this is dope, but it's different. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, and that's like the beauty of it. You know? Absolutely. So, um, what was the latest thing that you were most proud of about him? What was that thing? About my brother? Yes. Um, he does a lot of shit, Chance. That's a bunch of stuff that makes me happy all the time. It would be 100. Um, the last thing that he did that made me proud. Or something that comes to mind. It doesn't have to be the last thing, but... Well, I think I'll do the last thing because you asked. He okay. does a lot. Oh, we just went. This is like two weeks ago. He'd probably be like, you bogus as hell. I'll take you all on the thing about you. <laughs> like two weeks ago, we went. Uh, he took me, uh, my kids, uh, my partner, my whole family to North Carolina for this family reunion that we do like every other year that we go to every other year, but it's every year. And it's just like a super important thing to my mom, but it's also like a great time for us to be able to bond and like be with family and take a break from, you know, all the cameras and all the other stuff. Um, but it did make me proud because it was a thing where, you know, that's my big brother. So whenever I see him, I imagine us being three and five, or, mm. you know, but it's a thing where he's grown into this guy that understands the value of family and relationship and bonding and spending time almost to the point where I could go on a trip with him and I'm just going for the fun of it or whatever the experience is. But under that, he's like, this is dope for everybody. You know? Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. No, and I think that's dope. I think that's one thing I picked up just, you know, just the uh, sense of family that you guys have. Yeah. Just even, you know, with your father, um, what would you say is one thing that, you know, your father instilled that you, that you instill as a father yourself? Um, I think hard work, you know, because there's so many different shortcuts in life. Uh, and I think one of the first things my dad taught me is that you could try to make shortcuts and take shortcuts your whole life, or you could actually build something. Um, and with my children, a lot of times, because they're still children, so like I'll be like, go get the diaper, or like <laughs> go, you know what I'm saying, put that back, or whatever, and like they'll throw it, or they'll do that. And it's like those little things are the things that make a huge difference. Um, so definitely hard work for sure. Absolutely. Uh, now, going back to music, will you and Chance ever release a joint project? Yeah, I think uh, one day for sure we'll definitely uh, release a joint project. Um, yeah, at some point. Okay, <laughs> that'll be dope. For sure, yeah, that'll be fire. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, I want you to speak on, I know uh, Dame Dash just recently issued a public apology for leaking uh, that uh, video uh, of, you know, Kanye and Chance. So, yeah. tell us about that. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I actually just met Dame, uh, this past weekend. Um, great guy. I appreciate him. Uh, for one, you know, it's one thing to apologize to somebody directly. We could all do that. It's another thing to, you know, actually go to the internet or go to a crowd or go really come into the city of Chicago and apologize to the city. Um, and then also, you know, 
being independent, you know, uh, I manage my brother and, you know, I run my own career as well. And I've always looked up to Dame and Jay and what they've done. Um, so, you know, he means a lot to the culture. So for him to do that, it was also more of a even, you know, like I said, you never stop learning. And sometimes, you know, we look at people like Dame Dash and Jay-Z and we might think the only thing we can learn from them is how to make a dollar. But it's like, sometimes you can learn respect. You know what I'm saying? And he really taught me something in that moment. And um, after that, you know, he hung around Chicago. Uh, he toured the city. We hung out a lot. We, you know, socialized, did all types of different stuff. But um, I, I appreciate it. You know, I think Absolutely. it was really dope for him to do that. Um, I believe him. My brother's still going to have some conversations, you know, but it's love. Appreciate him. Yeah. For sure. And so, no, I thought that was big. I think, you know, whenever yeah. something is made public, to right. issue a public apologies is, is the That's only rock, right thing That's right, because I feel like a lot of times that don't happen. Like, something happens, they be like, oh, we're not going. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. no, that was, that was real dope, yeah. Absolutely. Respect. I think that's dope, and I was happy to see that. Um, and like you said, I definitely agree. We can definitely learn a lot yeah. from people, you know, outside of just making money, but, you know, just other things as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I want you to speak on, you know, just finding your confidence. And I yeah. think, you know, um, you know, as you said earlier, like you, it's an ongoing process to continuously learn yourself. For sure. Um, but yeah. you know, talk about for you, at what point did you find your confidence? Um, I still think a lot of times I have to find my confidence. You know, I find my confidence, unlike I think a lot of people, and maybe I don't even say a lot of people, but I know a lot of people tell me a lot of times, even my dad is like, you got to step back sometimes and look at what you've done and you mm. got to see what you've done. But I think um, like I get my confidence less from seeing what I've done and seeing what other people have done in their lives and not in a comparison way, but I have like a lot of mentors. I like to follow and learn from a lot of people that, again, have been in the industry, been in the business. For been, sure. Not even just in the industry, but, you know, just experience life. Like, and there's different levels of success because success is about balance. It's not just about money. Um, it's about having the resources, but also having the health, having the wealth, having the, you know, wisdom. Um, and those are things that I like gravitate towards and I kind of look for. So it's like, a lot of times from meeting and having interactions like, you know, the one I had with Dame or, you know, somebody like uh, Steve Stout or somebody like my father, like, you know, Kim Bennett, is a thing where seeing them and how they walk and their greatness and understanding their stories and the backgrounds that they've come from and being able to relate my story to them, even though we got a little bit different technology, there's not much more has changed. We're still walking, you know, the same earth. Uh, it gives me confidence because I do believe that, you know, history tends to repeat itself. And a lot of times it's a thing where, um, you know, if you know, you know, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I want to know as much as I can, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to backtrack too. I meant to ask you, how do you balance, you know, your career and also your brother's career though? How do you do that? Um, I mean, it's a team. Nobody does anything by themselves. So I think like the biggest thing uh, or one of the biggest things my dad taught me because um, he has a history of politics, is building out an organization, having a team. I think a lot of times, um, you know, of course, you have to be at the helm of the ship. You have to make the decisions. But, you know, having a team of 30, 40 people changes, especially when everybody's actually playing their roles. And those aren't just people Absolutely. that are directly under him, but these are, like, agencies, PR firms, lawyers, bank accountants, like... And then you have like your, you know, small, maybe like 
eight to 11 folks that work directly for you and they all have their same roles. Um, you know, it's about, you know, kind of running it more of a pyramid instead of a straight line across where everybody kind of has an understanding of the different, again, roles that they play and how we're trying to win. Um, and then in terms of like my business and my industry, it's like a thing where, you know, you can't be an artist and be um, a businessman. You have to learn how to balance that and how to turn one off and turn one on. And it's not as simple as writing a song and then getting on a call and then talking about doing, you know, splits or whatever branding deal is more of a thing where it's like, okay, for these two days, I'm dedicating this to making new music. And for these last three days of the week, I'm strictly business because to be an artist, you have to be, you know, pretty vulnerable and open. Be business, it's a cold game. Mm -hmm. um, and if you Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. You really want to bring the best out of you. And that's what I did with this project is like I took like, you know, like a year to straight art, straight creativity. And I let the last year and those few months up be the tracking of the, you know, strategy and stuff like that. No, that's smart. And it makes total sense. Thank you. Yes. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things that I definitely appreciate about you. Um, just like uh, I said, just, you know, learning that. about you, just listening to interviews. Of course, Sway is one of my, you know, biggest influences, of course. Um, I love and I Sway. Love, he's, he's so right. He's the, amazing. He's amazing dude. For sure. And I appreciated all of the interviews that you guys did together. Cause those are my, like, those interviews changed my whole life. All those interviews. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. And so I wanted to get into that. Um, I wanted to get into sexuality because yeah. I appreciate how vulnerable you are, you Definitely. know, and I think that helps and can help more people too. Just, For sure. you know, yeah. um, so at what point in your life did you realize that you were bisexual? Um, I don't know if it was like a specific point. I think it was always something that I kind of, you know, felt, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think for a lack of words, based off the other's opinions around me, mm. you know, sometimes you don't even, and this might sound crazy, but sometimes you don't even think as loud as you would based off the people that are around you. Sometimes mm. your actions are even different based off the people that are around you. So I think that it took a long time for me to actually be confident and understand, you know what I'm saying, what I was going through and learn more about myself. But I think, you know, for my whole life, you know what I'm saying, I've been me, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? How, yeah. how scary was the thought of you coming out, especially as a, as a young, you know, yeah. Taylor? I mean, I was like, well, I, you know, so I came out in 2018, I was about to be 21. Mm -hmm. And like one of the biggest reasons why I came out was because I was about to be 21. And for anybody that's out there that was about to be 21, you know how big of a deal you think that shit is. Right. And <laughs> I felt like, and I mean, I'm glad I made the decision. I felt like I had spent so long of my life really more of living off of other people's opinions mm. than me expressing how I truly felt. And I decided that not only was I going to come out, but I also wasn't going to have a super long, drawn-out conversation, so I just tweeted that shit. Right. Um, and, of course, I had the conversations again and again and again from different people, like, is this right? Is this right? Is this right? Is this right? But um, it was a thing where I was less worried about any music career shit mm. and more of just like anybody else that has come out my friends and my family and the people that I have to see all the time. Because you can, 
you can't really run away from fame, but you always got to go home. You know what I'm saying? And once I started to really see the love that I had for my family and understand the people that I've been blessed with to have around me, and then also understand my value and be like, you don't want to fuck with me or you don't want to be cool with me because you feel like this nigga, fuck you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Period. That's when I really started to not even just, and that's the beauty of it, be able to express myself as a person, but express myself as an artist. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? As a businessman and really speak on things that I feel and talk about things that I like. You know, like even my um, just idea. And I will say that that's something that helped my confidence mm. because it's something where I'm okay being uncomfortable. And I had to learn that that's where I like to be. You know what I'm saying? Is uncomfortable versus like, you know what I'm saying? Everything's set out in perfect order and shit. Like, it's like, there's nothing to do then. You just sit there, you know mm. what I'm saying? That's real. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about just the representation in television now, just from, you know, bisexual, just yeah. gay, just lesbian? It's, it's, you know, I think it's more, it's more of a, it's becoming more normalized now. Yeah. I feel like, especially, I don't know if you are a TV For watcher. Sure. We got P Valley, yeah, love, love Victor, Pose. There's so many different shows. Yeah, I love, uh, I know a lot of different, uh, I have a lot of different friends that are on Pose, uh, India Moore, uh, Angelica Ross. I was just talking to her, shout out to her. She just got this amazing role in Chicago on Broadway. Nice, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Um, what I love seeing is I love seeing different people that are a reflection or a representation of the culture be able to not just grow within these shows, but also outside of those spaces grow into the different professions and things that they do, like India Moore, amazing actress, model, Angela Ross, uh, amazing, you know, actress, model, singer, um, and seeing those dreams and those things come true. because. The truth about it, and I feel like this is, is such an interesting conversation to have, but it's like a lot of times, I believe this, just my opinion, I think a lot of times in business, and this isn't just the music industry, but especially the music industry, people underestimate the intelligence of African Americans. Mm. It's a thing. Like I think that people think that we are not as smart as we actually are. And I believe that we do know how smart we are. And a lot of times we do kind of get over, get out in different situations. A lot of times they just fuck us because they can't. Uh, but I feel like in the LGBTQ community, there's this thing where it's like they're going to monetize, you know, stories. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make money off of whatever it is that is going on that's a representation of our passion. You know what I'm saying? Because God made love, man made money. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people would rather have money than love. We see that shit every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as long as they could, they're going to. Um, but again, I think the most beautiful thing of it is the representation and getting to see those different people grow into mm -hmm. not just again, those characters that they're being portrayed as that become famous, which I love, but then also being able to do the things they love that they're talented and blessed to do. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's dope. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's dope. I think it's, it's good for conversation, um, especially. I think, you know, definitely just having friends of all different backgrounds, it kind of helps bring everybody together. So I think it's cool. Definitely. So, Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, what would be your advice to, you know, maybe some young people or maybe some older people that are struggling, you know, with their sexuality and yeah. just don't know what to do? I mean, I always say that, like, <clears throat> for anybody that's out there that's struggling with their sexuality, which, you know, um, I would just say you got to be yourself. 
overall, you got to be yourself. You got to figure out an environment. And the, you, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's the worst way to say it. I hate saying people say shit like that a lot. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. But what I think you should do is I think you need to figure out a space where you feel comfortable expressing yourself so you can grow, so you can learn who you are, and so that you can be all that you truly can be. Because if you end up feeling like you can't express yourself based off of the people that surround you, you're never gonna grow. And the craziest thing that you'll find out, and this is the trick, years and years and years later, is most of those motherfuckers never wanted you to grow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think it even goes past the sexuality thing. I think anybody that's dealing with mental health, depression, Mm. anybody that's going through fucking anything, man, it's not a common thing anymore for people to be dependent or just like, it's almost like people, oh, that's weird. Figure out, learn yourself, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Go on journeys, watch videos, watch, you know what I'm saying? Learn absolutely. about you, <laughs> not some school shit or whatever they teach you. No, absolutely, yeah. I love that. Um, now, I want you to talk about this tour. Yeah. Um, and I want you to talk about that, but then also talk too. So I saw, was was one of them, uh, was it for free? And it was just like a Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, I mean, basically it was like a whole thing. So um, I'm independent. So my father's my manager, I'm my senior advisor. And I've had this brand, Be Yourself, since 2018. I dropped a project called Be Yourself. It was all about self-expression. And I created these hoodies um, that were based off the idea that I've never liked wearing like faces or like, anybody's name, especially if they're alive, on mm. my shirt. It just feels weird. And okay. Um, so when I was thinking about my merchandise, because that project was so self-expressive, I was thinking from a perspective of what I would want, and I didn't know. Um, so what I actually started doing, which is funny, it's a part of you know uh, the process, is that I created these hoodies just to promote the project itself that said, be yourself across the chest. And then my Instagram started going crazy. People mm. were like, when are you going to drop this? When are you going to drop this? Ended up dropping a few of them, they went crazy, and I realized that the overall idea of the project Be Yourself in 2018 was to expand the environment for people to feel like they could express themselves through album. That's how I felt when I listened to Kanye and all these things as a kid. But then I realized with the merchandise that I could take that somewhere else and that people could actually be like a billboard of positivity walking up to people. Um, Fast forward, You know, we've had a lot of success and I'm thinking that it's time for me to do my first collaboration with a big brand. And I'm going through all these different lists and all these different people. And one thing that I wanted to make sure that was really important is what does the brand represent? Because there's a lot of brands that are like, oh, we're doing this now, we're doing this positive stuff now, we're doing this now. But it's like, but like, what is your overall, like, what's the name of your brand? What does it represent? What are you trying to do? And when we got down to it, it ended up being champion. Uh, the clothing brand Mm -hmm. as an option. And I'll tell you multiple reasons why. First thing is that there's almost not like a baby to a grandma that doesn't have a champion something in their closet. (laughs) So it's like all, it transcends age, but then also the name champion, to champion yourself, right? Um, And I started, me and my dad going back and forth with this idea and we started to write up a strategy of the Be Yourself, Be a Champion collaboration on merchandise. So shout out to my agency, United Talent Agency. Uh, they gave us a connection that we could work through and talk to over a champion. And we brought them the idea and we're like, we want to do this line of clothes, but we want it to be mental health and physical health awareness. Mm. 
So they're all like soft, nice crew necks or like shorts or t-shirts but um, or hoodies, but it's all like stuff you can either work out in or like do like 60 pull-ups in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying? So it's like um, kind of like the best of both worlds. But in that conversation, it ended up going and going and going from shows to this to that. And then it ended up, and I love this because, and shout out to Champion because they listened to my vision. They knew that I was trying to expand this environment. And they were like, what if we do a show and we do them at colleges, which is our market and mm-hmm. your market, where kids are coming of age, which is the new project. But then also we make it free so you can expand this space for people to express themselves for free. And one of the hardest times that people have coming of age at college. And I mean, I couldn't have been more blessed to have the opportunity. Uh, it lined up perfectly with the project. And, you know, we executed it and we went for it. But shout out to Champion. You know, they didn't have to support music, independent music. They're in the clothing game. Um, but they're, they're a strong and a great brand. And, you know, I stand by them. I appreciate them for standing with me. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So with the, with the latest body of work, now that's, that released in April. Yep. Okay. Yeah, right. So, so yeah, what, right. is, what does that project mean to you exactly? Um, it's super important to me. Um, it's like my project you know i'm really having a moment and i'm loving it i just did good morning america kelly clarkson the grammy academy hitting um or hit me and it's like i've never done a lot of those looks before but i believe the reason why i feel so good is because i made this project in a way that i wanted to express myself but i also wanted to make music with artists and in a way that i grew up and that i love listening to it um and it's dope when you succeed and you're doing something that you love and mm-hmm. you know that people are actually loving you and you're experiencing success. So, you know, it's, it's been a trip, man. Um, but yeah. That's what's up. Um, now, I have this question I ask all my guests. So the name yeah. of our platform is called <laughs> The Progress Support. So Swag. I want to know, how have you personally progressed lately as a person outside of music? Um. Outside of music, um, I've been getting I've been getting more into like because you know coming of age, um, it's like a all genre you know kind of mixing blending process. I've been getting more into rapping again mm. and going back to my roots of like rap rapping, and I want to say I've been getting better at rapping, which is raw as fuck to me. So Dope. I think that's like what I've been improving at. I can't wait to like, you know, actually put out some like rap records. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Tight. So what else you got coming up next? Um, I'm here for Wild and Out. Um, I got a crazy pool party at Soho in Chicago on what? Saturday. Um, I got a crazy meet and greet tomorrow in Atlanta. That's nice. going to be crazy at Closet from one to three. Um, and I think mostly just really working on the deluxe because we're going to definitely drop a deluxe of coming to age. So we've been talking to a lot of artists and working with a lot of different producers. And I'm excited for people to hear the project in a new way. Sounds good. Well, I definitely appreciate you for blessing the platform, man. This thank has you been guys, super yeah. dope. Um, so, yes, thank you again for your time. Until the next time. Let's get it. The Progress Report. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.